0: Hey there, everybody, from beautiful Cartston, Alberta, Canada, and after a two-week break, my name is Dave Miller, and welcome back to the Mentally Ill Mentor podcast, where we discuss the secrets of how you, or someone you love, can begin winning the battle with depression, anxiety, thoughts of suicide, and all kinds of other, really crappy sometimes, mental. Health challenges. And after my own personal battle for over 20 years with those things, anxiety, depression, thoughts of suicide, you name it, I've gone through a lot of it and it has not always been fun. I am on an all out mission to guide you and as many other people as I can in creating a life of lasting hope, happiness, and purpose. Because isn't that what it's all about here, folks? Well, today I want to tell you a little bit about what's been going on in my life and relate it to how it can help your life. So I've been reading a book. I have it in front of me here. I brought it in out of the bathroom on the side of the bathtub. And uh, when I'm, <clears throat> you know, taking a little bathroom break a few times during the day, I take a look at this book and it is really Changing my life. And actually, that's what it claims to do. Change your questions, change your life is the name of it. The name of the author is Wendy Watson Nelson. Incredible woman. Again, the name of the book is Change Your Questions, Change Your Life by Wendy Watson Nelson. I highly recommend it. So, Here's how it relates to what we're going to be talking about today. I asked myself after reading this book a very interesting question that I'd never asked myself before. And that question was, and this just the other day, what would my life be like if I didn't have any mental health challenges? <sighs> I think I was out on the bypass road doing my power walk at the time. That comes back to mind as I'm thinking about it. So I'm walking along. What would my life be like if I didn't have any mental health challenges? And it hit me like a freight train this epiphany and aha moment, as Oprah likes to call it. I would lose my identity. My whole identity is wrapped up in mental health challenges. Now, when these started many years ago, decades ago, they were a lot more difficult to deal with than they are now in most ways. Um, But that's kind of what I'm all about. I'm always worried about my mental health. I'm always doing things to try and protect my mental health. I'm always thinking about mental health. I'm podcasting about mental health as we speak. And I thought, man, I need a new identity. I don't necessarily. I actually really considered not doing this podcast anymore as well because I realized I need to drop this identity that I have, this belief that colors everything that I do. I need to change it. So, okay, so let's continue on. So a couple of days later with our business, we help senior citizens. I'm doing some cleaning. I'm vacuuming. Actually, this particular client is not a senior citizen. Not that that's relevant to our discussion. Anyways, I just remember where I was. I'm vacuuming, and I'm listening to my favorite podcaster, who I also recommend listening to, Um. And that is Jay Shetty, the uh, world's number one health podcaster. And he was interviewing a man that I have heard of and have uh, studied a little bit, Bob Proctor. And if you haven't heard of Bob Proctor, wow, you got to Google him and find out who he is. And uh, he is an 87-year-old man who is like oozing wisdom. So here I'm vacuuming and I'm thinking about my identity crisis that I'm having here that I don't want to kind of just see myself and and experience the world through the filters of mental health all the time, because maybe that's why things are not going uh, 100% perfectly in my life. So I'm thinking about all these different things and... I'm listening to this podcast and Bob Proctor mentions paradigms and something in my brain goes, "Okay, you need to listen to this, Dave." And I realized that what I believe about my life in terms of my mental health and my ability to really overcome all my mental health challenges could be so much better. So, the thing that really got me, okay, and so I already know that, right? Things could be better, but it just You know, sometimes it's so hard to change. And the thing that got me that Bob Proctor said was that it's easy to figure out what your paradigm is about anything, kind of your belief system. Just look at your results. So I thought about my results in my life. How am I doing mentally? You know what? I'm doing a heck of a lot better than I was 25 years ago when Amy and I first got married. But um, I'm really not where I want to be. What do I need to change? Look at my results and I'm going, no, things need to change. I need to adopt some new paradigms like Bob Proctor is talking about. Okay, so I Google and the long and short of it is it brought me to the Gallagher Institute.com. So this is Bob Proctor with his partner, Sandy Gallagher, and uh, he um, has this article and it talks about paradigms. And it has a really cool name, Paradigms 101. That's what we need, right? Let's just get into this. So here's what it talks about. A paradigm can be likened to a program that's been installed in your subconscious mind. It is a mental program that has almost exclusive control over your habitual behavior when you think about it virtually all of your behavior is habitual when you get up in the morning you go to bed at night you follow a routine routine and the way you eat exercise work relax and the time you wake up and go to sleep are all habits okay now this particular article is actually written by um it was written by uh, bob's uh partner sandy gallagher um, and this isn't his life partner. This is a business partner. His, he's uh, married and I'm not sure what his wife's name is. So now, this is back to the article. Now let's look at some other aspects of your life. Your, parad- your paradigm has enormous influence over. It controls your perception, use of time, creativity, effectiveness, productivity, logic, ability to make money. Okay, folks, so our paradigms are kind of having this major influence, not kinda, they really are. And it's controlling these things. Okay, so the paradigm puts a box around each and every one of those areas. And no matter how hard you try, you can't knock down the walls. Until you change the mental program, okay. So they talk about how it's formed. I'm just going to buzz through that. Um, most of it don't create. Most of us don't create it ourselves. We inherited it through our genetic and environmental conditioning. Can be in our parents and ancestors' DNAs as well as many of their beliefs going back for many generations. Um, everything you were exposed to as a young child became part of your paradigm. Everything went into your subconscious mind because you had no ability to reject anything. Now, I'm just skipping along. Um, Now, here's the kicker. We're not taught about paradigms in school. So here we are, 20, 30, 40, 60 years later, living the same way we were programmed as little kids. Okay, so how to determine what your paradigm is? Look at your results. Here are some questions. Does your day begin with purpose and gratitude? Do you move through your day with laser focus? Or are you easily distracted, unable to finish anything? What's the most money you've ever made in a year? Are you living the way you really want to live? And if not, why? Answering these and similar questions will help you zero in on your paradigm and identify What is controlling the results you're getting in your life? The good news is if you're not happy with your results and you'd like to do better, you can do something about it. How do you change your paradigm? That's the subtitle. Okay, you can't change a paradigm with self-will alone. In fact, there are only two ways to do it. One is emotional impact. That is when something hits you so hard that your life will never be the same. It's usually of a negative nature. But it can also be something that is positive. The second way to change the paradigm in the same manner it was formed is through repetition of ideas. It's exposing yourself to a new idea over and over again with a goal of replacing an old belief that is in your subconscious mind. To get started, consciously choose a new belief that is aligned with the results you want and the habits will lead you to those results. Then impress that idea by focusing on it, visualizing it, and repeating it with feeling on your subconscious mind repetitively. You must also consciously and deliberately replace bad habits with good habits. Otherwise, you might form another bad habit just to take the old habits place. And then they talk about the fact that you can go to the proctorgallagherinstitute.com and learn all about how to change your paradigms, and they're going to help you. And I highly recommend doing that. They're cool people. So we don't have a lot of time left today. I'm kind of trying to be a little less long-winded, but um, how does this relate to your mental health or the mental health? of someone you love, someone who's struggling a little bit, let me tell you how this has worked for me. I absolutely loved my dad and still do. He passed away about six years ago. He was such a kind man, very um, responsible, honest, a lot of integrity. I could go on and on and on and on. One of the things that I found... In retrospect, looking back at how have some of the paradigms in my life been influenced by my parents' life experiences, all those sorts of things. And I remember that one of my dad's mottos, that something he would say over and over, is life's tough and then you die. And I just grew up hearing that. Life's tough and then you die. And it was interesting. My dad died of cancer. It was not a nice thing. And in many ways, um, his life was tough. And then he died. It's, I don't know whether to laugh or cry or do both. But the point of the story that I want to, that I'm telling you here, is that what my dad repeated over and over to himself in many ways really came true. That really caused me to think deeply about my life, and if I wanted to follow that same pattern, I began to say to myself, well, first of all, no, I don't want my life to be tough and then I just die. What do I want? What's the opposite of life being tough? Well, I think it's life being wonderful, and then you die. What about if life was wonderful, but it got even better day by day? Okay, so here's how we implement, uh, just again, sharing a personal example of how you can implement what Bob Proctor is talking about with paradigms and begin to replace the old false belief or paradigm with a new one. Life's tough and then you die. Nope. Okay. Identified step one. I don't want this belief. I don't want to have this paradigm, life's tough and then you die. What do I want? Life's wonderful and getting better day by day. Okay, I identify that. Next thing, you need to write it down so you don't forget what it was because paradigms, right? It's all about habit and you're just going to slip back into that habit. Third thing. You need to write it down and you don't have to do it this way, right? This is just something I'm recommending and something I've learned from Bob Proctor in uh, kind of researching more of his stuff. And I went through one of his free courses and it's really good stuff. Write it down, just not somewhere, write it down on a three by five card. And I actually did this and then I lost the card and I haven't carried it with me for a while. And I think I did another, um, anyways, uh, so you want to write it down on this 3x5 card, put it in your pocket, and carry it with you every day. And then you want to pull it out of your pocket periodically and read it at least three times per day. And like I say, I used to do that, and maybe I'm as soon as I'm done this podcast, I'll do it again. Okay, I'm going to do it again. If I'm encouraging and challenging you to do this, it would be pretty hypocritical if I didn't do it. So. I'm going to do this myself as soon as I'm done. Put it in my pocket. So four steps to changing your paradigm, and I want to challenge you to do this for this week. Number one, identify the paradigm that you have right now that's kind of holding you back in your life. And if you don't know, Bob Proctor says, just look at your results. If you are unemployed, if you're not making enough money, if you're sad in an area of your life, if your mental health isn't where you want it to be, Okay, your results aren't really doing too well. You may not know exactly what's going on with your paradigm, but you can figure it out pretty easily. So just do a little bit of thought on that. Then you got to write it down. And on this three by five card, then you need to fold up the three by five card, put it in your pocket and read it. A minimum of three times per day. It really is amazing. When I was doing this, it was just, man, it's like a constant reminder and you're replacing this old paradigm that's running everything out of habit. It's just a program running in the background and you're running this new program and life does become wonderful and gets even better day by day. And that can be your, you can borrow mine. Feel free to do that. Another motto or paradigm that I've adopted was from Oprah. And that one is, everything is always working out for me, which I've talked about in another podcast. Whatever you need to do. I'd say for now, just keep it to one, two, right? There's probably like 20 areas in our lives that we'd love to have like, you know, 20 cards shoved in our pockets. But that's not really how it works. You want to work just one at a time. So the challenge is just take the one belief, write it down, put it in your pocket. It needs to be phrased in a positive way. Not something like, I don't struggle with mental health challenges anymore, right? Then you're saying, it's kind of negative. You want to say, my mental health is wonderful, or I am strong mentally, or something like that you may want to share it with your husband your wife a coworker, a friend a neighbor a relative someone like that just to help them um, they may be even able to help you get a a good sense of maybe what that statement could be if it's someone that you really trust and is kind of sensitive to your feelings and that kind of thing um, that would be my encouragement my challenge to you And I want to let you know, when I have done this, it's absolutely amazing. And I know that if you do this, it will just do incredible things for you in your life, in your mental health, and of course, that's going to positively affect all other areas of your life. Okay, well, thank you so much for being here with me today again this week. I'm so excited to be with you again next week. But before I go, I want to invite you to picture, there, picture me there with you wherever you are and imagine in your mind that I'm giving you a great big Canadian bear hug and then imagine me telling you, I love you. I believe in you and you got this. Take it from someone who knows how you feel. Things will get better. Hang in there. You'll be so happy you did. Love you guys. Bye-bye.